1: episode of active quest well actually this is the first technical episode of active quest formerly known as games list uh we had to change our name due to seo purposes and i think it'll make our lives easier and your lives easier so uh that's why the name name change there active quest is a new name we like it here hope you hope you guys like it as well uh as always my name is joseph Yadin. i'm your host and today of course i'm with chris penwell back from the dead how's it going <laughs> you are not dead <laughs> how, how are you how are you feeling it you sound a lot better i imagine than you did before oh oh yeah I, I sound much better
2: than i used to but i apologize uh for my voice today hopefully it gets better next
1: week S- still a little raspy but i, I some people kind of like that it's, it gives it it's like sexy. a little bit of like a <laughs> yeah, kind of a sexy yeah, edge sexy and of co- oh god that cough sounds like shit all right <laughs> and josh nichols of course how Hi. are you today I'm I'm not dying um but Chris is in Canada so he won't be
0: dying when he has to pay the bills so that's nice.
1: Yes, of course well we we're not a political podcast but yes. <laughs> uh, not to get we don't want to get into all that anyhow. This is uh, episode 7 here. We're just going to continue where we left off cuz nothing in the show has changed and just the name and really by the time we get, you know, 50 60 episodes in however long it we won't even we won't even be remembering when we used to be called gamesless. So let's just let's just, you know, we're active quest from now on, and uh, let you know. Let's try to keep the show going how we've been doing it before. So today we've got a lot to cover. Um, so I, it kind of worked out how we did it. Uh, Chris, you were not out or you weren't here last week where we did our Xbox Sorry about that, coverage.
2: Yeah.
1: No, no, which is totally fine because you your Xbox is not your strong suit. No, nah, so. it's not. It kind of it kind of worked out. So today we're going to be covering the year of 2019 for Nintendo, sort of looking ahead at the games that are coming out, what we think might happen, what we want to happen. And, and Nintendo is sort of something thing. we all
0: have a, a soft spot for. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And next week, of course, we'll be doing a PlayStation. Um, but before we get to that, we've got a ton of news to get through. This week has been pretty busy with news. Uh, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 2, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 3, some release dates. Um, and then an interesting lawsuit going on uh, at uh, gearbox so that you know that'll be kind of messy to get into there but we'll we'll cover that too and then of course ending the episode with what we've been playing So you guys ready to get, get into some news for today Oh yeah all right let's do it so the first story here um, nothing too wild to report on um, just uh, that PS4 is continuing to dominate in sales um, so as as of the uh, recording I guess, the, the posting of that article. Um, it, there's a Polygon article here saying that PS4s has, have sold almost uh, 92 million units, which is just absurd. Um, if it continues at this rate, it's going to be, you know, in Wii territory, which is pretty awesome since the Wii sold so well. Um, I'm not going to read too far into this article here just because it's, you know, just basically that it's... You know, it's impressive well.
0: that they actually could become the highest selling, like, system of all time. Though that's really it's getting cool. close to yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't know that it would get to that point because uh, PS2 I think is like 150 million lighting in a is, bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know that it would get to that point. Right, but at this, still, point, like, you know,
2: uh, PS4 has yeah. sold more than PS2. Um, oh, you mean yeah?
1: As like as of sales in, comparing at this it, point in time oh, in the console yeah.
2: cycle. Uh, that, I got that from PS huh. Nation. They looked into it, and yeah. Uh,
1: so so with that then maybe it could be on track to do it yeah yeah so like let's see ps2 when did it like really finally die like maybe 2011 that was also a
0: really long generation like because of economic reasons and then also because like you know it just it just kind of kept going on yeah So,
1: so ps so maybe by 2023 if if you use the same sort of time span ps4 will have outsold ps2 that would be crazy man so yeah, congratulations to Sony on that. Uh, man, just what a f- fu- Like, what a banger. And especially when you look at, you know, how people were talking about systems before they came out, like console gaming is dead. Yeah. Uh, just,
2: <laughs> the rise question. of the oh, Yeah, this, Android this, this, systems. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this generation,
0: so. like a lot of the big developer publishers like EA and stuff, that was actually why they pushed to have like Inquisition on 360 and PS3 because they were really, I mean, this is, it's, it seems so long ago, but at, at the right. time, this is when they were afraid that, you know, mobile gaming was going to like actually kill console gaming.
1: Exactly, so. which, you know, I could see why they thought that, but yeah. uh, thankfully they were proved wrong. Um, so anyhow, let's keep moving on here. Um, this is something that is uh, near and dear to my heart, and I, I guess Chris as well. Um, the Resident Evil 2 remake demo is live on PlayStation 4 and Xbox systems uh, right now. Um, so, and this demo is a little bit interesting. So, it's not just straight up a demo, you know, a normal demo that you would think uh, you know, that you would think of when you think of demos. This is one that you only have 30 minutes to complete it, yeah. and I just find that interesting. I think that's a great sort of like marketing tactic almost because people are like, oh, I really want to get in and, and get that finish." And people just sort of are talking about it more, right? Like, what do you guys think about that?
0: I think it's really neat. And it's also really uh, reminiscent of the time, fr- time period from when Resident Evil 2 released because that's how demos used to be. It was kind of like, not necessarily time, but like they would just kind of chop out like a little chunk of the beginning of the game. And that was how demos yeah. were. You know, it was just, you can play up until this point. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of what they're doing a little bit, except for it's, it's, uh, you could, you could go farther if you were really good, um, in that time yeah.
1: frame. Yeah. It's, it's really weird though, because I, okay. So I played through it and I beat it. I mean, the demo I beat the, I finished the demo and it told me my time at the end of it. Um, and it said something like 13 minutes and I'm like, there is no way I only played this for 13 minutes. It felt like I, like, I felt like I was running out of time and that it would just cut me off, you know, at any second. And it didn't do that. It it, it said I. You, you know, probably
0: finished the main objective that they like had set out for you. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, or maybe like cutscenes don't count. I don't know. I mean, we'll get into because uh, Chris and I both played through it. We'll get into that later. But Chris, did you actually get through the demo? Did you complete it?
2: I only got to a certain point. I got the first coin, and then I was done. Like I got confused where to go. Um, but still, I still, oh, I still loved the demo.
1: I still really liked it. Um, so. So but just, it, it cut it did cut you off then, right? Like oh, yeah. abruptly. Yeah, yeah, abruptly. Interesting.
0: I think it's oh. a bummer that once you hit that time frame, like that the demo is over. Like you can't even like redo it.
2: But you can switch to a different console. <laughs> you can switch oh, to for a different, sure. yeah, like, profile <laughs> yeah. 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 Um
1: so oh and actually um I know we were discussing this earlier. Um there is a time limit to the, when you can download the demo as well. I'm reading this uh, Polygon article here by Michael McWhorter. Um, so it's going to be available from January 11th through the 31st. Oh, okay. okay, that's
0: plenty of time for people yeah. to get to check it which out. Is,
1: which is after the game comes out too because the game comes out the 25th so it kind of can give people a little bit of a taste to see if they want to jump into it. So that'll be really cool. If you are maybe on the fence about Resident Evil or if you just love Resident Evil you want to play as much as you can immediately uh, please go download the demo. It is very good and I'm I'm so excited. I haven't he's, played it
0: yet, but I downloaded, it. I'm gonna check it out tonight. He's limited I'm really time, excited for for it.
1: These limited time demos are really cool
2: because they kinda drive up excitement just before the game comes out. It's like releasing a beta for Battlefield or something or Battlefront where like you're playing it for a little bit and then you get excited for the full game release, so
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, I don't know, like I said before, it just kind of gets everybody talking about it more just because it's a weird demo, you know? So I think yeah. it's, a, it's great marketing. Um, so moving on here, um, we've got a little bit of Kingdom Hearts news here. And Chris, i you know, of course, this is something that's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, so this was just a, a tweet we pulled here. Um, so the voice actor that plays Cloud in Kingdom Hearts says that the character is not going to appear in Kingdom Hearts 3. Which I, I don't I don't know a whole lot about Kingdom Hearts, so I don't know if that's a substantial. It's thing a big or not. thing. Um, basically,
2: okay. Kingdom Hearts was made on the foundation of Final Fantasy and Disney coming together. And so far, the only Final Fantasy character we've seen is the Moogle that you interact with for like the shop. So, but oh, like, yeah. no Final Fantasy huh. characters have been shown in the trailers or the promotional material. It's making Kingdom Hearts fans worry a little bit. And this is um, Steve Burton, the voice actor of A Cloud. He said on his Facebook Live post that he's not going to be doing any voice work for it. So now people are asking, what's going on? What's going on with this game? Because there's no Final Fantasy representation at all, it seems like.
1: Right. And um, so, like, you're someone who's bummed out about this, I'm guessing.
2: I, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out.
1: Um, as
2: the series has progressed, there's been less and less Final Fantasy representation. Um, I'm hoping maybe, um, some 13 or 15 representation shows up within the worlds itself. Like in, um, Olympus in Kingdom Hearts 2, Oren from Final Fantasy X shows up, which was really cool. Um, right. And like, yeah, I'm it, just hoping it, we see some sort of cameo like that. Cause like in Kingdom Hearts 2, like, it's a little disappointing that Cloud's not in this because,
1: but it kind of had a cliffhanger.
2: <laughs> right. So
1: not having him yeah. in this game is a bit weird. Interesting. And I imagine like if they were to put Final Fantasy characters in it, it would be like the more modern games just to kind of keep with the modernity of yeah. it, you know, like 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 maybe they'd put um Noctis or whatever from Final Fantasy 15 in it or something like that. And maybe maybe they just don't want to give that away that they are included.
2: But with seven remake coming up, it's a bit strange as well because that's their next project. So it's a bit well wild. when you yeah. say
1: when you say resident evil coming up or not resident evil sorry <laughs> I've, i have resident evil on my mind uh when you say final fantasy 7 coming up what do you mean when you say coming up because i don't <laughs> i don't know that that game is coming up well that's the next project I think what he he means is it's yeah.
0: yeah i think what he yeah. means is it's, it's coming up and so you better get this party started
1: yeah yeah I, oh god yeah i just i I don't, I don't know how far along, I don't know, that's a discussion for another time. But anyway, yeah, that's something that we wanted to mention, just that, you know, if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan and you're looking forward to Cloud, well, he's not going to be in the game, unfortunately. Um, so moving on, just a few dates here. Um, this is one that I'm really excited about because I never actually played this game. Um looks like Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is, is coming to Switch, and it is making its way to the system April 23rd uh i like i said i never played that game and it, I, it, I didn't
0: either i'm excited to though
1: yeah it, it's a little bit like i hate i know people overuse this comparison but it's a little bit like dark souls and i'm a huge dark souls fan so that's something that i'm really excited about have any so you said you didn't play it Josh. yeah sorry i didn't it? mean
0: to interrupt i just got so excited because no, it, no, no. it looks like it'd be right up my alley i just it, yeah. it came out on when it came out in three uh 360 and ps3 there was like a whole bunch of other like stuff like i was playing and i just you know kind of got lost in the mix. Um, right. But I, ha- I remember a lot of friends at the time were talking about how good it was, and I always intended to play it. So this yeah. this port is uh, really exciting. I almost bought it on a Xbox One or PS4 when it, you know, when it came out in those systems like a little while back, and I'm glad yep. I didn't because this will be fun to play on the Switch.
1: Oh, yeah, I feel like having it on a handheld is definitely the way to go. Hopefully it runs okay. I mean, it's a last-gen game. so Yeah,
0: should, I, I, the Dark Souls okay. port, from what I understand, was pretty good. Oh, um, dude, so-
1: the, the Dark Souls port was fantastic and what was interesting about it is like a couple weeks before they put out this like uh sort of beta version of it and uh-huh. it ran like absolute garbage <laughs> so everybody was like um what yeah i remember people on? on game
0: faqs were like i'm canceling my pre-order this yeah. is
1: uh no yep and then it came out and it was totally fine uh chris did you play this uh dragon Dark? Horizon? i
2: t- dipped my toes into it i didn't really take it that much my dad loved it. Oh, okay. My dad loves his. Wait. My snappy GC really oh. <laughs> going into the game, but for me, is
1: your <sighs> does your dad have a switch?
2: Oh no, he doesn't have a switch. But he played it on the PS3 when it originally came out. Uh, okay, um, it's, it's epic in yeah. scale? Like it's kind of like Shadow for Colossus, where you could jump on creatures and yeah. fight them from oh, like, weak points. And it's pretty fun. But what got me was like the mission structure was pretty repetitive. Um, yeah, and okay. the- I well,
0: like that you can design your own character. My brother in law designed this like tall, like naked looking golem looking guy, <laughs> and it looked really <laughs> great because like no one reacted to how just absolutely ugly this character was. God. It was great.
1: Oh man, the Dark Souls characters people make are so funny. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I look forward to playing that. I you know what's funny is if a game comes out on ps4 that i'm like not too wild about i probably like you know i won't consider even picking it up but if that same game comes out on switch i'm like more inclined to buy it and i don't know why oh no i
0: I get it it's it's i guess it's
1: because it's handheld but like why does that matter i don't know i don't even play my
0: switch in handheld mode that often but just the fact that i have the ability to just get up and play that in a different room of the house is just so enticing
1: I guess that's what that is. So yeah, we look forward to that April 23rd. Um, so another uh, date here, and this is one that actually is a is a date that got pushed back, uh, Tropico 6. Um, I never got into the Tropico series. It seems like it's way too complicated for me. Um, but it, that one I think was originally supposed to come out in January and got pushed to uh, late March. It looks like March 29th of 2019. Um, and I covered that story at PlayStation Lifestyle. And it looks like there was like a beta or something and people were just... Um, uh, like, yeah, they had a lot of suggestions for them and then... Well, and yeah, good out. on them
0: then for, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, delaying it and taking them to account, hopefully.
1: Yeah, and you know what's interesting, too, is if you pre-order the game by, like, a certain date, I think it was January 10th, so the date has passed by now, but if you had pre-ordered it digitally, uh, you got the first DLC for free. That's so cool. That's that, a good, good, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's, and that kind of, like, that kind of, like, sets a precedent almost for other games that get pushed, get pushed back, like, I feel like a lot of... Of people can maybe take notes from that where like oh if something gets pushed back oh you know you get a free X whatever you know you get a free download thing so that that seems kind of interesting um, have any of you guys played the Tropico games?
0: Uh, my mother-in-law has because <laughs> she likes games like that plays... okay. but I haven't played it she said they're really fun though and um, mm. my wife played a little bit of it uh, like 3 because she likes the sims and stuff and she said it was pretty fun so it's, it's definitely something we'll probably pick up
1: yeah so and that'll be ps4 xbox one pc of course um okay so moving on here speaking of pc so this is interesting uh it looks like catherine like you know the game that's about to be remastered or i guess is it remade remastered whatever for ps4 uh and vita which we'll get into that in a second it it also came out on ps or i'm sorry on pc but with that, it's like it's the original version, right? It's not the
0: yeah. Uh, um, it there's there's version. nothing. It, it's just the one that came out three sixteen PS three.
1: Yeah, so I've got a, a polygon article here. This is from Allegra Frank. Um, Catherine, the two thousand and eleven romantic romantic thriller meets platformer developed by the Persona team, is now available on Steam. It's sort of a surprise release that marks a major step for the Japanese developer. Um, Catherine Classic is Atlas's first internally developed game to come to Windows PC, so um, that yeah, that's an interesting thing. And you were talking about this earlier, Josh, that you were like kind of hoping that that uh, is an indication as to maybe Atlas working with PC more.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully because uh, there's, a, I mean, they, you know, they've got a pretty big library, and there's some people that you know might not play in console, but they will they will buy their games on PC, mm-hmm. and uh, that won't really cannibalize their 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 Console sales much? I don't think. Which um, we we've Xbox already kind of went into those waters, and they said it, it it was it didn't really hurt anything, you know, too much. So I think it'll just translate into more sales. Um, yeah, which I think is cool, and it's a yeah. great game. Um, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I just uh, finally oh, yeah, completed for finished... the first time. Yeah, yeah you sorry. just
1: finished it. Yeah, uh, yeah great. Yeah. So, Chris, is this something you're interested in? Um, like I'm not much of a PC gamer
2: myself, but I hope this leads the way for more atlas games like persona the persona series would be amazing hopefully the older on ones too yeah but i think this is the yeah. influence of sega as well because they've been putting a lot of recent games like uh, well old games actually like vanquish on pc and oh, valkyria yeah. chronicles and that has done really well for them so i'm not surprised that Catherine and perhaps more atlas games persona <laughs> comes out come yeah. out on pc soon
0: one uh, kind of bad thing I saw I was reading on the the Steam community about it, and I guess some people were running the uh, video footage through um, you know frame rate counters and whatnot like digital foundry uses digital foundry yeah yeah and i guess this is kind of a, a, a bummer uh the 4k resolution does seem to be there i mean i believe it's upscaled but the the big bummer is it says it's got an unlocked frame rate and i guess that's only really in the like menu and ui i guess the gameplay itself is actually 30 frames and there's just duplicate frames inserted to make it look smooth. you know what i mean where it's like faking the frame rate
2: uh, huh i'm guessing yeah. that's creator's content uh, Intent, in not content. Intent. <laughs> yeah. But,
0: I mean, I played it on the on 360 version, Xbox One, and it was fine at 30 frames, so it's yeah. just kind of dishonest, but the game will still play fine.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a loophole of, like, yeah. saying it's... A, yeah, so it's kind of weird. But anyway, um, so that's out now. You can download that. Um, and we don't have, a, like, a source on this, but um, it was reported earlier, too, that the PS Vita version of the full-body Catherine game that's coming out is only going to be releasing in japan so basically you know if you were looking forward to catherine full body uh, on the vita i uh, better import a copy and learn to read japanese i guess so that's kind of a bummer you know i was looking forward to catherine on on vita so oh, me too
0: i was i was gonna pick it up on there. i guess i'll probably just pick it up on ps4 now but yeah. um yeah it's yeah.
1: fine it's just you know as we were talking about earlier i was just thinking like man you know obviously nobody gives a shit about the vita except for like five people and it's just a shame that it's, it's not going out with some dignity. Like they just, you know, and the, the whole limited run game thing, where they were running out of cartridges and they couldn't. I wonder if their it projects. could still come in
0: limited run because there's been Vita games canceled before, and then yeah,
1: you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him actually, Josh Fairhurst, the owner of Limited Run. I'm I'm seeing if I can get an interview with him, and I want to talk to him about Vita. And see what happens with that but that that's another story for another. because
0: that man that would be really and here's the my big bummer with it being canceled in vita too is in the, in the west at least is like that's a very niche japanese game and those games do really well in the vita anyway mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. it, it would sell fine i'm sure
1: high attach rate yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens with that i i would not expect anything to change on that Ooh. just because it's so you know so weird and so niche um, so last two stories here. Um, this one here is one that kind of like blew me away just because of how wild it is. Like you don't really hear stuff like this often. So uh, of course, you know, Jason Schreier doing his fantastic reporting as he does. Um, he, he's got an article here on Kotaku. And this is a uh, former Gearbox lawyer accuses CEO Randy Pitchford of taking secret $12 million bonus in lawsuit uh, Gears, Gearbox calls absurd. So I don't want to read the whole article here just because it's, It's so long, but we'll we'll take some snippets here. Um, So it says, uh, quote, the former general counsel of game studio Gearbox, Borderlands, Aliens, Colonial Marines, um, RIP that game, by the way, sucks. (laughs) That's me saying that, by the way. Um, And CEO Randy Pitchford are suing one another in a messy legal battle that sees both men accused of violating their legal duties to the company. The suit against Pitchford is full of sensational allegations, including the accusation that the Gearbox CEO received a secret $12 million bonus from publisher Take-Two Interactive as an advance against Borderlands profits. Uh, Wade Callender, who served as Gearbox's lawyer from 2010 to 2018, filed a suit on December 21st, 2018, accusing Pitchford of violating various contracts involving both Gearbox and a separate real estate company that they both owned, as well as Callender's own employment contract. Quote, The allegations made by a disgruntled former employee are absurd, with no basis in reality or law, said a a Gearbox uh, spokesperson in a statement to Kotaku. We look forward to addressing this meritless lawsuit in court and have no further comment at this time. So let's go down here a little bit. Um, I just want to get to the, the crazy part here. Okay, here we go. So um this is let's see oh yeah oh you know it looks like they updated the article but anyway um so this goes on several are several hours after the publication of this story ars technicia hope i'm pronouncing right, track down okay thank you <laughs> track down a magic podcast on which pitchford had appeared last year around the, the same time a gearbox spo- spokesperson also emailed the podcast to kotaku in an episode that went live December 22nd, 2018, the day after the lawsuit was filed, Pitchford told his version of the USB stick story for the first time, he said. Pitchford described his enjoyment of, quote, cam girl, girl uh, pornography, oh. in which a woman streams live erotic content, and explained that he had saved several porn video sev- had saved a porn video of a cam girl on said memory card stick before it was lost. So earlier uh it had there was maybe an allegation that it was like an underage sort of thing but it you know doesn't seem like there's any evidence of that yet so i guess they're not you know whatever we're not sort of labeling it that um and then this goes on here this is not a sex worker this is a fucking magician he he added saying he had purchased one of her videos and put it on a usb stick some some kid an employee of the medieval times discovered this memory stick took it home and accessed it because it, w- it was before we were password protecting and discovered secrets of my company and future games in development because that was saved onto the file um and discovered the pornography and it was barely legal porn the girl's handle was only 18 end quote okay man that is some shit. The article's long, too. You go ahead and give uh, Kotaku the click on that, just because there's a lot going on there. But isn't that freaking crazy? Like, Jesus Christ. That's, like, holy shit. Like, crazy stuff, man. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything like that since I've been covering games.
0: I'm glad that Randy uh, addressed the situation, at least. You know, I'm glad he said something. It's better to do that than not say anything. Um, And I'm, I'm happy to hear that it was, you know, not in pedo territory of course sure yeah uh, yeah. creepy there's a conversation we had there etc etc but at least it was nothing um i'm glad it's something of bad taste and not something you know illegal of course and at a a minor's expense you know that kind of thing of course yeah um
1: so what what's interesting too is the whole thing about like the the 12 million dollars thing like i don't know shit about law so like i don't know where that falls in that like it doesn't i don't know like he was, like, pocketing money, basically, right? So, like, that obviously doesn't sound good, but, like, if it's his money, like, is it okay to pocket? I don't know. It just... Gets... It would
0: depend on his ownership of the company and, like, yeah. what his stake... He, it, it may have been... It may end up becoming one of those things where, like, it was supposed to be for the company and it was douchey for him right. to just pocket it, but it might be legal.
1: So, so and then one thing, too, and I, I reported on this story as well on PlayStation Lifestyle, is that all of this, it seems like really messy and it seems like stuff that might take up a lot of their time. This is probably why we haven't heard a whole lot from Borderlands 3.
0: Yeah, and, it definitely would probably delay that. Right?
1: But... Like, I mean, if a legal battle this messy comes up where, you know, you're suing someone and they're suing you back and he's supposedly pocketing all this money that's supposed to be going to the funding of this game, like, yeah, yeah that seems like maybe that's why there's a few bumps in the road. So, yeah, we're, we'll have to see what happens with with that whole thing. Cause obviously it's like a legal battle where, you know, things will arise and things will be proven, disproven. That kind It, of it thing. may take a well. while. But,
2: but yeah, it just sounds, it just sounds completely messed up <laughs> over there at Gearbox. Um, but like we've heard of shady stuff before from Gearbox, right? About aliens, mm-hmm. colonial marines, yeah. and them taking money for that too. But um, yeah, I I, it just sounds completely crazy, but I haven't got much to add to this discussion, I guess.
1: Well, do you, I mean, but do you think that's a good point? Like, that maybe this is why we haven't heard a whole lot from Borderlands 3? Like, do you think... I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about their, de- their development over there, but it just seems weird. Like, we know that game is being worked on, but they haven't, like, talked about it publicly. It
0: definitely
2: seems like it would have come out sooner if it weren't for this. So was yeah. that $12 million taken away from the development? Like, did he just take that yeah, money so, that was supposed to go towards that?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's, boy. I guess... <laughs> the, that's the that's the legal issue here where like I guess they're trying to figure out if in fact that money was supposed to go towards the company or if it was you know in fact his money that he was able to pocket that's why it's getting so weird and messy and I, I don't, I'm i not educated with law so I don't know a whole lot about it you know so yeah we'll have to see what happens with that I really like Borderlands I hope that comes out and you know that's not the only thing on my mind of course like it is worrisome about those allegations and all that and yeah I'm just I'm not educated with law enough to like make a an intelligent assessment here all i can say is that holy shit that's crazy <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it's true yeah i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh yes if you read section 2b line 8 it'll clearly say like i don't know shit so, in, in case
0: anyone is curious though there's uh jason schreier being the the boss that he is he's got like all the legal documents that were filed that, on, on the site so you can you can you can dig through it and look yeah like, yeah the,
1: so so yeah, just, you know, it, it, there's a Kota- great Kotaku article that Jason Schreier covered. So please look at that if you're someone who is, uh, you know, legal savvy and can maybe sift through that and make any sense of it. I tried looking at it and it literally was just like that joke I made. It was just, you know, section 2B, line A. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but okay, cool. Um, so moving on, uh, this is a last news story and then we'll take a quick break here. Um, Nintendo President thinks the company could move beyond consoles. Now... That's kind of an interesting headline, and sure, maybe it's designed to to get clicks, I guess. I don't don't really know. But uh, this is a Game Informer article by uh, Imran Khan. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, It reads, quote, It's been a weird decade for Nintendo. After the massive success of the Wii and the DS, the Japanese giant saw themselves crouched in a defensive position, admitting they overcharged for the Nintendo 3DS and having to cut the price dramatically the wii u shook confidence both in and within the company uh becoming one of the nintendo's biggest failures in their long history um now the switch is on fire but the nintendo but nintendo's new president shuntaro furukawa god <laughs> isn't quick to forget how the company's fortunes were just recently tied to flagging consoles um In an an interview with Japanese newspaper Nikkei, 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 translated by Nintendo Everything, Furukawa posted the idea home consoles are not the end-all, be-all for Nintendo anymore. Um, Quote, we aren't really fixated on our consoles, Furukawa told Nikkei. (laughs) Quote, at the moment we're offering... The uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its software, and that's what we're basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience on. That being said, technology changes, and we'll quickly, or we'll we'll quickly, or sorry, we'll continue to think flexibly about how to deliver that experience as time goes on. End quote. So, so I think I think maybe people are just reading too much into this here. Um, I mean, I, yeah, like sure they sure they they can develop stuff for other platforms you know they've got mobile and things like that but yeah i think maybe this is just kind of people reading a headline and going holy shit without getting too far into the
0: yeah i definitely don't think they're going to stop making consoles (laughs) i think that if anything they're just this is kind of uh them internally reacting to the success of a console handheld hybrid
1: right yeah um and you know as you remember they started out as a toy company right so like, right i think their roots kind of are you know still there right and so maybe that's just what they're thinking about i i would be shocked if to see nintendo you know stop making software and hardware for for video games
0: i think that at the most what they what the biggest takeaway you could probably take from this is they're probably suggesting that they're not opposed to keeping the switch mentality going on the next console they make you know right
1: yeah, exactly. On an interesting
0: and note, though, kind of on this topic, you can buy a uh, Switch games in the Humble Store now.
1: Yeah, that's a, that, I saw that too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think Nintendo is done with hardware. At least not anytime soon. Um. The Switch is doing so well. So you know, it, it'll be it'll be a while before that even would remotely happen. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. I
2: think this is the mindset of all three major, um, console makers right now: Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Microsoft's working on Xbox, Xbox Games Pass, and they're focusing more and more on it, and they have their games on PC as well, Um and right. they have their games on Xbox Games Pass day one. So, for me, like I, I think there's less of a focus on consoles and more of a digital library, yeah, how to play the game, because it, 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 they want it to be accessible to everyone, and Google... Amazon are rumoured to be entering the game space as well, so there's going to be more competition. And these all these games, all these um, services are going to be more widely available. So I think that's what they mean by that, um, for a car means by that, but
1: I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember too, this is translated from Japanese, so maybe a little bit of that could have gotten lost, like the tone Absolutely. or yeah. or like just you know, how he meant something and, and you know, a language barrier there might have caused some of the miscommunication there. But yeah, I don't I don't think this means that okay, Switch is the last uh console and you know, whatever. Like that's I don't think that's what that means. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. It's
0: also worth pointing out too, Nintendo is one of the few I think they're the only, to my knowledge. I I think they're the only one out of all three that profits off their systems. Uh, Sony and Microsoft, and usually all hardware manufacturers, will they'll take a loss in the hardware and make it up later. Um, Nintendo makes money. At first, Nintendo yeah. makes yeah. Yeah, at first. Nintendo, yeah. the Wii U is the first system where they actually lowered the price to where they weren't making a profit off of it. But other than that, they've always made a profit on their hardware. So they really have an incentive to stay in the hardware market as well.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think when PS4 first came out, they were either breaking even or even taking a loss on it. Uh, but now... PS4. Yeah. Profit. Now they're definitely making money, yeah. but
0: yeah, this Twitch. I actually just saw an article the other day that like, if anything, they're just going to make even more money as the system sells. But like, they yeah. they were making a profit from day one on it.
1: Right. Exactly. So so point is, uh, there. This is not the end of consoles, at least for the foreseeable future. So yeah, wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah. But um, anyway, let's uh, let's take a quick break here, and then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, Nintendo for the year of 2019 and what we. Uh, are looking forward to uh you know the games that are supposedly releasing this y- year and what we would like to see from the system what we think we're going to see from the switch so please so please look forward to that when we come back. To that. Everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here. Um, so today, we're going to be looking ahead at the year of 2019 for the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about games uh, and, you know, just sort of what is planned for the year and what we think might be planned for the year. So let's first go through the games that are supposedly coming out this year. And then after that, we'll talk maybe like predictions, that kind of thing. Um, so this one actually is already out as of the recording of this episode, but I think it is worth mentioning just because it's like the, the big... January game they have. And this is the port of New Super Mario Bros U or sorry, new it's New Super Mario Bros Deluxe U. Or is it U Deluxe? I think it's New Super Mario Bros U Deluxe. Yeah. What a fucking name. Holy and that's shit. what
0: just yeah. Yeah. That's what just so, came out on Friday.
1: Yeah, and so this is the port of the Wii U game. It was a launch title on the Wii U, which was freaking fantastic. I think that game does not get the credit it deserves. I oh, think it's, it's, it's one amazing. of the best. Yeah, I think it's one of the best 2D Mario games ever. I know that's controversial. Um, no, it's definitely
0: among those games. I think I think I don't think it's it's controversial considered to be up there with, you know, the big ones for sure.
1: Yeah, man. But so so uh, Josh, you've been playing this now, right? And Oh yeah, I'm yeah. So maybe we'll get into it later when we talk about what games we've been playing, but just quick synopsis, yay or nay on this.
0: Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Um, my only problem with it when I got a Wii U at launch was um, Nintendo wasn't doing that much. Uh, they weren't doing that many different things or, or that much to push Mario forward. Right. So it, it, it was like, this is really great, but I want something else happening on the side. In, in the climate of Mario Odyssey and uh, a post-Mario Maker world, where I'm sure we'll see more of that. But, like, I'm saying with them experimenting with Mario and other fronts, I'm okay with, the uh, hey, this is just a really polished, fun 2D Mario. Yeah, and so like, I'm finding myself enjoying it a lot more because of those things, you know.
1: Right. And, I, yeah, like, to your point, it doesn't do anything drastically different or anything like that, but I think it's just so solid in yeah. every aspect that it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, Chris, is this one that you're going to be playing um. Nah.
2: Nah. Like I've never really. I, I enjoyed the 2D Mario's a lot when I was a kid and as a teenager. Yeah. But I kind of got got bored of them after a while. Yeah. Got all that fatigue of Mario. Yeah. Um. Especially of this series, you Super Mario Brothers. So probably won't be one I pick up. But I'm glad you guys like
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I was just about to say, eh, maybe pick it up when it goes on sale. But then I'm like, oh yeah, we're talking about Nintendo here. Good luck with that so yeah (laughs) um so then uh this is a this isn't a game that's going to be released but it's worth mentioning um the Prana plant coming to uh smash and then of course you know joker that's going to be coming later on this year yes oh it's the Um, Prana (laughs) plant like normal DLs? i got it for pre-ordering is it like yeah yes yes so if you picked up the game by a certain date and then registered it uh on my nintendo you they should have sent you a code and that will be available to download this month. I don't have a date for it, but that'll be yeah, that'll be rolling out this month sometime. Uh, Joker, I imagine, too, will be this year. I can't imagine they would hold that till next year, um, as well as probably most of the DLC that we'll, that we'll be seeing for the game. I think will probably come out this yeah. year. Um, by February twenty twenty, I think it is February twenty twenty, or the five DLCs. Uh, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I'm still loving Smash Bros, so yeah, more of that would be great. Um, so moving on here, Yoshi's Crafted World. God, I feel like this has been in development for years. I'm so um,
0: excited. Oh. Yeah,
1: it looks really cool. Um, so we finally got a release date of March 29th for this one. Um, this is one that I m- might not pick up. I don't know. Uh, maybe, Josh, you're excited. Sell me Oh, one.
0: day one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So, the the Yoshi games have always been, um, I think more of where they experiment with the platformer. Like, other, th- I... I think the Yoshi games are where they put their more experimental 2D ideas, you know. And um, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World in the Wii U was really fun. I hope we get a port of that in the Switch. That's a different story though. But uh, Craft World looks really fun. It looks. Really, I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, experimentation, uh, not only in the graphics, obviously, that we've already seen, but I think the gameplay is also going to be really fun because ever since yoshi's island on the 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 snes you know that's always been kind of where i think they kind of put their more experimental uh 2d ideas you know so i'm really excited about it i'm gonna be getting it day one uh it looks it looks it just it looks it's what i want in a yoshi game you know
1: yeah i like that uh you can do the levels frontwards and backwards and when you go through it backwards you'll you see like the backsides of all of these things that you've the oh yeah, side of and before. I get just nauseous kind of
0: cool. thinking about how much time must have taken to ensure that it works. Still, that way. you know what I mean? Like that would have mm-hmm. taken a lot of time to. Okay, while we design this, we have to decide: uh, can this work backwards too? And not just work, but how can it work in an interesting way? Which is kind of Nintendo's thing, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things about Wario Land Four, uh, where you would have to you would get to the end, hit the, the timer, and then run back like through the level, and it still worked. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm I'm probably not going to pick that one up day one. But if you grab it and you say you're in love with it, I might grab a copy of it.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting it. I'll be tell, I'll be talking about it a lot. So
2: love how vivid the art style oh, is. Gorgeous. And it just it just it just proves that Nintendo don't exactly need PS4 or Xbox One quality visuals. Um, right. You know because based based on the art style, they could make it look amazing.
1: Right. Exactly, and it's so like
0: they reject it not because it's not because they're stupid or don't know how to do that. It's that they're like that's boring. Everyone's already doing that. Let's do something you know else. And I, I like that a lot.
1: Right. Yeah. So moving on, um, this is one that is coming out soon. Uh, I, I know we've got Fire Emblem here on the docket, but let's let's just skip over that real fast. Just just we'll come back to it. Um, Travis strikes again. No more heroes. That'll be out next uh, next week. Let me get the forty date. bucks too. Yeah, that is the 18th. That'll be at the 18th. Um, so this is one, yeah. Just because that forty dollar price point, I think I'm I'm gonna grab here. I, I never really played any of the normal.
0: Uh, I haven't no either. Heroes yeah, those
1: games, but yeah, I'm totally on board for this. Uh, forty bucks, yeah, that's fine. You put
0: anything on the Switch for forty bucks, it could be a bad game, and like I'm in. You know, like that's a. <laughs> it really increases the impulse factor for me. Yeah. You know. Well, but yeah, and, especially and, since I haven't played this one, so.
1: Right and or so at all and series. so. What's interesting about this is it, it's going to be like a lot of mini games as well. So I, I've got the like sort of description pulled up here. The levels are inspired by various video game genres such as platforming games and RPGs. Despite this, gameplay and combat itself predominantly plays out as a hack and slash, similar to that of no More, uh, previous No More Heroes titles. Occasionally undergoing perspective changes and introducing new gimmick, gimmicks or mini games that are pertinent to the genre of each individual game. So it seems like just all over the place, different kinds of mini games and lots of variety in that. So for that, yeah, I'm totally down. Um, and yeah, this is one that was revealed at the uh, Switch reveal back, you know, two years ago now. Yeah. And it's finally coming out. So woohoo on that. Like, it just, it seems like, you know, it's been in development for so long. Holy crap.
0: I really like how they launched that system. Like the first year had like a couple of big staples, you know, Mario, Splatoon, Zelda, et cetera. Never heard uh, of them. <laughs> and, and then they're like okay guys those games we all kind of briefly said hey we're working on this that's all we have for now I, I like that we're seeing those come to fruition now you know
1: right
2: another nice thing is that there's a bunch of like cameos from other indie games like uh, Bit Trip Runner Ooh. 2064 read only memories uh, Blazing Chrome, Dundera Earth, uh, Earth Atlantis Floor Kids, Galaxy oh, floor kids. Golf Story and Hollow Knight so yeah, there's a bunch of different like in in representation in this game as well.
1: That's great. I like that cool. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. So I, I look forward to that again. That'll be out next week, uh, January 18th. Um. So yeah, let's let's get back to Fire Emblem here. I just wanted to do that one, uh, the Travis Strikes again, just because that's coming out yeah. so soon. Um, Fire Emblem doesn't have a date, but this is Fire Emblem Three Houses. I. We don't really know a whole lot about it, or at least I—I haven't seen a whole lot. Literally, I mean, it says Fire Emblem, so I'm picking it up day one, of course. But yeah, I don't—I don't really know a whole lot about it. Um, So this was announced in a direct, I think, in January of 2017, Um, or maybe this was—I can't remember. Was this during the reveal of the system? I don't think so. No.
2: There was a Fire Emblem Direct that announced it, but they didn't really show any details, and they showed it at an E3, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, E3, E3, that's right,
1: yeah. So, yeah, um, so there's going to be, there are going to be a few uh, protagonists here, it looks like four protagonists. Uh, Byleth, Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude, which, I don't care, man, you can... You can shit out a game and put Fire Emblem in the title, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll buy it, man. I'm I'm so down for more Fire Emblem, especially, you know, being able to put it on a big screen and then take it on the go. Like
0: I've only oh, played Awakening; that was my first one, and I absolutely loved that game so much. Like yeah. I would have paid twice as much for that game. That game had so much for forty bucks in it. Like oh, oh my gosh. gosh, yeah. So yeah, um, I I can't wait. I. I I'm wishful thinking. I'd love Awakening to be
1: on the Switch too, somehow.
0: But yeah, yeah that's, I'm definitely yeah. buying this this Three Houses game. It, it's going to be. I love. I love Fire Emblem. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's set for Q two. So hopefully that this year, you know, hopefully that doesn't get pushed back or anything like that. Uh, Chris, is this one you're going to be jumping in on?
2: Um, I really liked uh, Awakening, and uh, I was a bit. Um, lukewarm on the next one fates. fates i think it's called yeah Can't remember. Yeah. yeah Fire Emblem fates oh you reviewed but, those i think yeah, yeah. like if if Free houses is good i'll pick it up mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i think the first time i played awakening it was very new for me you know like i never really played a game like that so it was like really magical experiencing that for the first time and then when fates came out it was pretty much a lot of the same stuff right and so that magic wasn't really there it felt
0: kind of like what should have been an expansion if nintendo was more versed in dlc and expansions you know what i mean like that's what right. it felt like to me
1: yeah so hopefully that one will come out this year day one buy for me and it seems like you too josh right
0: oh absolutely yeah, yeah and i'm then, so excited and then maybe
1: we'll convince chris to get it uh, <laughs> all right uh, moving on, we've got Damon X Machina, which is sort of the uh, mech game um, that was announced. Oh, yeah, E3. that looked really
0: cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, this is one, I mean, I love mech games, and I think the art is beautiful. It's very vibrant. Um, yeah, I mean, again, we don't really know a whole lot about it, but that one's supposed to be coming out this year as well. Um, yeah, I'm totally down for a new mech game, especially on the Switch. Uh, this is developed by, it looks like, a studio called Marvelous.
2: Marvelous, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, do you, I mean, have you guys seen anything on this?
0: Uh, Just, just the reveal itself, but, I it, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm, that's something I'm definitely interested in and will play. Um, mm-hmm. I love mech games. I haven't played a lot of them, but I haven't played MechaSol a lot back on the PlayStation. Yeah. And I I loved those. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's something I'm definitely down for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think a mech game with Nintendo's support w- is, like, bound to be pretty is good. Is that
0: an exclusive, too? Do we know?
1: i think so yeah let me so far yeah yeah i don't think it's been announced for any other platform they're they're
0: they're, they 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 aren't as much uh like microsoft and sony like sometimes they won't even mention if it's an exclusive than it is you know like they kind of just announce games sometimes and then later you find out it's exclusive
1: yep it doesn't say anything about any other platforms so it it
0: probably is i feel like sony or microsoft would have said oh we're getting that too you know
1: So moving on here, I man, we got a, a lot of games to cover, so let's let's kind of get through these. Um Mortal Kombat 11, that was one again that they didn't really cover that is coming to the Switch, but it, it is, you know, when they revealed that at the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, it is definitely coming to the Switch. And man, that's so crazy, a game that violent and M rated, right? On the <laughs> Switch like yeah, that, Oh man. That was, that was one of the games
0: that helped prompt the ESRB to exist, too. So like yeah. that was back when Nintendo was like, "Hey man, we're not putting that in our system. Assist- like, they, were- they weren't as on board with that as, like, Sega was on the Genesis.
1: Yeah, that, that Night Trap as well. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that'll be cool. Are you guys into fighting games, really? I mean, I know we all kind of like Smash, but, like, I'm not that into fighting games myself. Yeah. What about you, Chris?
2: Um, I'm uh, semi-regular with fighting games. I really like caliber um, But for me, like, Never Elm... Kind of games don't really suit my style They're very hard to input Moves for me Mm -hmm. It's very strange It's very different to other fighting games um, so yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 probably won't be for me, but I'm excited to see a port Same. like this yeah. um, coming to the Switch. Yeah, day and day, especially with the Unreal, with the Unreal Engine uh, supporting it as well. It seems like other Unreal Engine games could be possible. I'm curious to so. see how
1: it sells too, because obviously PS4, you know, we, as we just reported, has 92 million units yeah. out there, so obviously it'll sell well there. But it seems like the attach rate for the Switch is so high. Like I, I would love to see yeah. those numbers compared at the end. You know. So after that, um, we've got uh, Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy XII are coming to the Switch April 16th. Those are ports of you know the the remasters, I guess. Of, of no, yeah,
0: the PS4, yep, the PS4 versions. Yeah,
1: the ports of those. Yeah, uh, I don't know shit about those games. So if maybe one of you guys wants to explain, you can certainly go do that. I don't know. I, don't I know w- the really
0: popular PS2 Final Fantasies that I've had everyone tell me like you need to play those. So I mm-hmm. mean, hey, I will now. I mean, I right. could have got on a PS4, I just never did. But, you know, I'll definitely. I'm play excited him.
2: for 12. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what's. I'm excited for 12 on Switch because, for me, like, I never really gave that a chance. So, I'd love to dive in and give that one another go. Final Fantasy ten is a classic. Right. Um, And these games have never been on Nintendo c- platforms before. Right. So, I'm excited for the people to finally play these games. Yeah. And I know. Like they've been playing for like 10 or 15 years. Or
1: something. I, and, and I know 10 is, like, really like well like people love 10 yeah. a lot like that's a lot of people's favorite almost. yeah so it'll be cool to see that one on the system that's got but... the
0: laughing man in it right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i don't get that
2: yeah, it's
0: got I'm that like... Is this some guy that's got this really loud like over- <laughs> yeah.
2: it's
0: it's terrible <laughs> like it, it's it's like if if somebody didn't like jrpgs for their voice actor that's one of the things they'd probably point at like they'd be oh, like God. yeah look at that it's not yeah it's, it's it's way over the top it's ridiculous
1: yeah so speaking of final fantasy it looks like final fantasy 7 also is coming to the system this year but we don't have a date for that one yet um so so I imagine... i've never played
0: 7 so i'm definitely gonna play it in the switch i know that's crazy like how could you have not played i just never have so
1: right yeah um and you know that's one that again a lot of people really like so i think having it on switch will be awesome i never played through that one myself i played through eight back in the day and you know that one maybe doesn't hold up as well visually and i know a lot of people got mad when they revealed all those final fantasy games but no eight is coming to the switch so i've read
0: there's like a licensing issue with that because it hasn't really been re-released on a lot of stuff
1: huh you know like it's it's, what was licensed in that
0: game i don't remember i just remember reading like that's one that hasn't been like i think nine was in the ps4 yeah if i remember correctly but eight didn't come out in the ps4 nine's come
2: to switch as well yeah um and then huh. well the Fantasy fancies coming to switch too so yeah. it's kind of it's the kind of outlier yeah i think eight's like the one
1: that hasn't been re-released on like right. anything yeah so i yeah. wonder what's up with that but anyway we'll see what happens with that yeah i will definitely at least be picking up seven um just because that's like you know a lot of people's favorite um so moving on we've got a couple of kart racers here um i'm gonna lump these together which maybe people might get mad about but we've got uh team team sonic racing and crash team racing um so first let's let's just quickly talk on team sonic racing have you guys played any of the sonic racing games
0: i played the the transformed one that was fun yeah
1: that one was really really cool i like that one a lot i i like that one more than a than a couple of the mario kart games as well um yeah i am totally on board for that one i played it at e3 last year and it was okay like it, it definitely seemed like it needed more time so i think that one should be good to go uh but does it have
2: different mechanics to the other games
1: um i'm looking because I've,
2: I've had it has some sort of weird
1: yeah i'm looking alteration into it here <laughs> um let me see oh so by the way this is coming out may 21st of 2019 Huh, let's see. Each split across the team, Sonic also features. Oh, here we go. It, free- it features a variety of game modes, including a Grand Prix in which players compete to earn points. Seems pretty traditional. Time trial, exhibition, and then one mode, Team Adventure, is a story driven campaign that serves as a tutorial and provides an explanation for why the characters are racing, because we all know that's so important um it's it's div- <laughs> you, you, you say that but a lot of people are like sonic
2: shouldn't be in a car race. right i mean <laughs> I, i'm, I'm with those car. people
0: why is sonic why is sonic
2: driving
1: i man What's um he doing? it is divided into chapters and players must com- compete or er, sorry must complete missions like collecting as many rings as possible oh i um,
0: hope that's not too in-depth because i don't want it to be you know it's yeah. a cart racing game
1: Uh, Unlike the main game, the teams in Team Adventure are predetermined, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so there's like a campaign and a story mode. Woohoo. Like I, I just I don't care why they're racing. Just let me race. I don't care. Let's move
2: on to the proper kart race for this. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Crash team racing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, Chris,
0: because we are getting a proper cart racer. It's called Crash Team Racing.
1: Yeah. Nitro Fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that will be out June twenty first. No, I don't want to shit on the Sonic games. No, it'll be fun. I'm really just good. I'm so but, excited for Crash. But yeah, yeah, man. It seems like people are just like losing their minds over this um and it's i'm so happy it's coming to switch you know day one yeah um so yeah this is basically like a remake of it's, the it's first like an
0: ins- insane trilogy yeah mm-hmm. it's like from the ground up
1: of what of the original crash team racing back yeah. in 99 i think is when it came out goddamn we're old. <laughs> um and yeah this is i mean i cannot wait because I, I played that game a lot i cannot oh, yeah. wait to see how beautiful this is in action that's just,
0: still my favorite kart racer and yeah. like i love mario kart 8 deluxe but oh man you know yeah. like i love crash team racing
1: so is it pretty much agreed that we're all three getting this game?
0: Oh, yeah. And we're all going to play it together. Nintendo's really great online.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, you're, get, you're, you're getting this, right?
2: Oh, probably, yeah. I've actually never played Crash Team Racing Ooh. before, so I'm excited. If you oh, don't, okay. I'll buy it for you and make you play it. Like, buy Misery stuff. Yeah, now you have no <laughs> excuse.
1: You have no excuse. No, I just... I, I... I don't know i haven't played crash team racing in years so i don't know how critical i can be of it now but i just in terms of nostalgia i think well I've, yeah. I've i've
0: played it in the last few years on the on the ps you know my ps3 download of it and like it's it still feels and controls really sharp like i mean and it, it it's like crash bandicoot's graphics where like they they still have that charm like the 16-bit era did you know like it doesn't look bad mm-hmm. and it feels great and it's one of the few games where like i feel like i have a great sense of speed but i feel like i'm still in control right you know, yeah. I don't feel like I ever blame the game when I, like, fall off or something. Yeah, it, it, it still feels... The remake's gonna be... I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, and I love that reveal, too, that they did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's gonna be cool. Him um, just popping
0: out on stage, <laughs> hanging out with Jeff. Yeah, God, that costume. Where's Jeff
2: Span? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, okay, so we've got so, you know a few more games here. Um, these are all ones I don't think have dates. So Animal Crossing, of course, is, is supposed to be coming out this year. That is a day one buy for me. Uh, my partner Kennedy loves uh, Animal Crossing, so we're probably going to be taking turns oh, with that. Oh, I'm oh, so excited. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. Are that's you guys 2019,
0: into- though, right? We just don't have a date.
1: Yeah, no date on that one. Um, hopefully we'll hear from it soon. But my
0: wife and I, like, collectively lost our shit when they got announced because we thought it was more Smash content, and then oh, it, right. it, it wasn't, you know? Yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, Chris is this one that you're into? Um, I've never tried the Animal
2: Crossing series, but I'll, I'll it's, give it. A go.
1: It's weird. so I mean, imagine a really goofy version of The Sims but Nintendo-ified. Kind of. <laughs> right. That's not like, But with the the,
0: like with the day-to-dayness of like a Harvest Moon. Yeah. Or Stardew kind of, you know, like there's still events and dates and yeah, you
1: know and, and a little bit of persona in there and like day-to-day kind of thing yeah so oh. but there's no like combat so that's where it can get weird but if you're like it's a col- really right. addicting yeah if you're a collectible kind of person man animal crossing is great and it's one of those ones it's almost like a mobile game in that you like want to keep checking in each day like just to get your stuff you know
2: yeah i've heard about that mm-hmm. yeah and like the music's different every single hour of the day yeah. which is cool yeah, yeah.
1: it's there's a lot of
0: work put into it i would kind of compare it to like you know how smash brothers like the amount of detail is really high i mean i wouldn't say it's that high but it's it's like that or there's a lot of care and detail put into yep. it like mm-hmm. the localization on it alone is like i've read about it because they want everything to have the same impact and intent so like they change all the holiday you know like they make it line up with different like yeah. cultures and regions and country it's great
1: yeah so moving on here, it uh, lo- uh, looks like Bloodstain Ritual of the Night is finally supposed to be coming out this year. That's a game that got kickstarted, God, several years ago. Um, and it just kept getting pushed back. That's the sort of Castlevania Symphony Symphony of the Night spiritual yep. successor, I guess, from the same creator. From um,
0: Iragashi, I think is Iragashi.
1: yeah. Uh, man, I love Symphony of the Night so freaking much. So yes. a- anything I'm very
0: excited for that. And I wanna play it in the Switch. I'm happy that uh it's not gonna be in the Wii U now
1: oh uh, well yeah that's fine uh, well i
0: mean because they they changed it from wii u to switch yeah, yeah you know I'm, and, I'm glad they did that
1: yeah and then they canceled the vita version of course because nobody gives a shit about the vita ah, ah, just chaps my ass um they were like
0: hey do those 50 people really want this game or
1: yeah yeah exactly um <laughs> yeah that's one i'm so excited for have you guys played symphony of the night before? oh yes yeah
0: yes I try to replay it every year. Like, I love that game. Oh,
1: that's a good yearly game. Chris, have you played that one? I haven't played it, but it's on my list. Okay, you're... Some of this... They
2: just
0: put it on the PS4 as well, and then it's, for our listeners, it's backwards compatible on 360, so you can play it on Xbox One, Mm -hmm. the uh, original, Mm -hmm. you know, Xbox Live Arcade version. And then they did a Castlevania... uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's got Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night, and it's like
1: 20 bucks on on PS4. yeah. So hopefully, uh, ritual of the night is good. I know there's the ritual of the moon. That's like the eight bit sort of game that holds you over. By
2: curse, of the moon was uh, or, yeah was received very well by ritual people. Of the moon,
1: but yeah that's one yeah yeah that's sort of like meant to tide you over so yeah i think you should give it a try chris i think it is man that's like one of the best yeah. games ever symphony of the night so hopefully this is like sort of in the same vein of it um so then moving on luigi's mansion 3 is supposed to be oh, coming out God. this year which holy shit what a year man like i love luigi's mansion so much so 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 much i love how weird it is and i love how it's like nintendo's take on horror which you know it's not horror of course but it's like whoa yeah oh man <laughs> Mario. yeah oh man are you are you guys picking this one up is absolutely I mean, I i've already like.
0: I, yeah i'm getting that immediately like I'll, I'll probably go and get that at midnight like you know like which i rarely do yeah i usually just grab it like you know when i go to work but
1: yeah exactly yeah i don't know man i that's like i i know we did our uh top you know five games we're looking forward to this year that's up there for me man i'm so excited um, what about you, Chris? Is this one that you might be picking up as well?
2: I might give it a go. Um, I prefer them to make um, Mario Strike is Charged, but uh, well, <laughs> I want a sequence that's to that. a totally but, different
1: thing. Yeah, I
2: know, but it's the same developer. I'd rather have them work on that. But Luigi's Mansion from Felix cool. Um, has a lot of personality to it, like the other two games. Right. Um, like I never grew up with the GameCube, so that's the reason why. Like this year's. Like Nintendo the Nintendo games have don't appeal to me too much, but uh, yeah,
1: huh.
0: yeah. They put the they put Luigi's Mansion One in the 3DS, you know, yeah. and you could you could play it on there. It's a really good game. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It um, still holds
1: up, still, especially the th- the 3DS version. I think holds up pretty well.
0: Yeah, and it really should have this. This this is a long time coming. Look, when they announced the Year of Luigi, this should oh, have, <laughs> this should have been one of the games. That's what yeah. I was expecting to happen too. I was really sad that we only got the 3DS one. Well, at least we're getting still it. good. but, At least yeah. we're getting
1: it now. So. So yeah, a few more games to get get through here, and then we'll go into sort of our predictions and that kind of thing. Um, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is going to be a Switch exclusive, which is supposedly coming out this year. Holy shit, crazy! Holy yeah. shit, when that was announced at the Game Awards, I was like, exclusively on the Switch. How is that possible? Holy shit, man! I think that's going to sell really, really well. Especially. I like that because if that's and if- Team Ninja working on. Oh my god, it's awesome! If yeah. that's
0: happening, that means Nintendo's like. Making it happen like they did with Bayonetta two, like they're publishing it, which is really great because I mean, hey, nobody else stepped up into that. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and man, it had, it had been like almost ten years, I think, or if maybe yeah. it was ten years since the last one. So man,
0: I hope that they put the first two on the Switch too, and I don't care if it, they don't they don't need to be exclusive going forward once the licensing gets renewed because those are no longer available to buy digitally on Xbox One and PS four.
1: Oh, good point. Good um I don't it doesn't need
0: those don't need to be exclusive to to the switch I, you know I just I'm hoping that those are also on the switch. Those are great, great games mm-hmm. and I would like oh. them to have life on the switch as well.
2: What I think is nuts is. The first original games were made by a Western developer by a Western publisher, and the third game is from a Western publisher by no no by a Japanese publisher yeah. p- with a Japanese developer. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've never seen something like that before. How bizarre! Overseeing a Japanese game sequel to a
1: Western franchise? Right. So this can be interesting and it's to licensed, see, which is weird too. On yeah, and it's it. licensed. Yeah, that'll be weird. So, yeah, the game looks
0: like it won't be as uh, top-down um, focused as the other ones were, too. Like, it looks like it's going to be kind of behind the uh, shoulder.
1: Oh, yeah. Kind of looks
2: more nice to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. which, yeah. I mean, whatever. The gameplay is what I'm after, so I don't mind if, you know, that's kind of switched up. That's, that's fine.
1: Yeah. So, um, and then these two kind of go hand in hand. So, there's uh, Town, which is by the, the guys who make Pokemon, right? um and then yeah game free game free game free yeah so it's not it's kind of yeah and then there's the the mainline pokemon game so it's crazy to me that both of those are supposedly coming out this year i don't know i mean i guess they have multiple teams but man um i loved pokemon let's go so you know i'm so yeah go ahead guys make more rpgs yeah i'm totally on board for for you know the mainline pokemon game i hope a lot of that stuff carries over um but i'm i'm very interested in town i think you know that's it's kind of like nice for the developers right because i mean all they've been doing is cranking out pokemon game after pokemon game so you know for them to have like a new thing to work on i think maybe that can be a lot of the ideas they had for pokemon that you know they were unable to include in it and that they just kind of like made their own game with it yeah so yeah we'll see how that goes um have you guys seen any of the of the footage from town like it looks kind of it looks it, similar it, to Pokemon. Almost, yeah, it right? looks
0: really cool. And Pokemon's always had these, like, um, Earthbound vibes kind of in the background where, like, the characters are kind of quirky and the world's uh, really...
2: Yeah.
0: I So I, I'm excited to kind of see more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. They're a very good developer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm just happy they get to do something else other than, than Pokemon. Well, I mean, they're still doing Pokemon, of course, but, you know. Yeah. They have
0: I'm glad to see them do other stuff as well, because I'm sure there's people there that are like, oh, let's
1: do something else, too. Right. It's always exciting to me to see a new Nintendo IP. Oh, my God, mm. yeah. You know? Like, I remember when Splatoon first came out. People were like, what is yeah. this? Is this going to be good? And it ended up being awesome, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, totally. Totally mm. cool with me. So, um... We've got Metroid Prime 4 here. I don't want to talk too much on it because I don't think it's been confirmed (laughs) for 2019, but I guess it's possible it could come out this year. I personally don't think so. I don't
0: think. We haven't even seen any footage. Yeah. You know, I I, I think if we do get it, it'll be, like, holiday.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But I honestly But if anything,
0: I think it'll be quarter one of uh, 2020.
1: I don't, yeah, maybe. I think that's, like, that's even being kind of generous. I really, man, I think when they announced that game, it literally was just a logo and they like yeah that's all they showed yeah Yeah, it was the music and the logo yep
2: i think we're seeing it this year though like some sort of gameplay footage oh yeah
1: i think we'll see maybe something from it but but in terms of it coming out this year i just yeah there's no way man um okay so final game here uh this is funny uh (laughs) untitled goose game which i don't actually remember (laughs) them i don't remember this announcement was this at e3 (laughs) When when was this announced? I don't remember this at all. Do you guys do you guys remember I this? don't think
0: Nintendo were the ones that announced it. Nintendo just showcased it in their indie, their like Nindie showcase. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's like a stealth game though, right?
0: It's the one where that goose is walking around causing mischief and mayhem.
1: Oh man. I'm I He's am being so down. being sneaky
0: at the park and stealing people's stuff. I'm so down for a goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Stealth I hope game? I hope that's what it's called too. I hope they just call it untitled goose game.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, It looks like it's coming out to PC and Mac, of course, and then uh, Nintendo Switch in early 2019. Well, it's early 2019 right now, and I don't see no game, so what's Still no name,
0: unless that's the name.
1: Yeah, I hope they leave that, too. Uh, Yeah, I'm down for more stealth games, especially with, like, a weird aesthetic like that. But, yeah, I just haven't seen a whole lot. (laughs) Uh, It's developed by a studio named House... House? Or House Mouse? (laughs) House Mouse, Okay. It's funny, on the Wikipedia it says Developed by House Mouse, but then there's a picture that says House House. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, it is House House. Okay, House House. I think that's just a typo. Alright, House House. Alright, well, yeah, sure. Um, So those are all the games we think might be coming out this year. A lot of those have been confirmed, a lot not. Um, But let's each say, like, one thing that we would like to see from the Switch this year. So... Uh, Chris, let's see. What what do you what do you what would you like to see from the Nintendo Switch in 2019?
2: I think we'll see a new Legend of Zelda of some kind. Um, I think we, we, they've already set the base for Breath of the Wild. They worked five years on it. I don't think they want to completely scrap it and work on a complete new project. So I think we're going to see some sort of uh, Majora's Mask kind of sequel to. Um, Breath of the Wild this year.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of. Maybe not releasing? But yeah. I think a lot of Some people were, were hoping that would be last year, right? But maybe they need a little bit more time and, and are, yeah. are going to putting it. Yeah, I think that's possible. Um, I don't know. I mean,. I don't know anything about development really so i don't know how likely that is <laughs> i know back in the n64 days it, it maybe was easier to develop back then so i don't know
0: i think chris is right though with them they're not going to want to scrap the assets and engine and all that so i mm-hmm. think we won't i think we'll see a new zelda announced and it will be kind of the majora's mass to the ocarina of time yeah not necessarily in, in, in thematic uh presentation but like at least it'll be kind of like oh this is kind of like breath of the wild but it's different yeah. um i think it'll be announced and we'll probably see it in a year
1: or two huh i think my only hang up is just the turnaround time i i i'm totally with you chris i totally think that yes they're gonna keep that engine and do something else with it i just don't know that it would be so soon after breath of the wild i guess is my only hang up
2: yeah yeah that's that's what i'm saying yeah i think we'll see some sort of announcement Mm -hmm. maybe at e3 maybe later in the year yeah maybe at the game awards yeah I, I, I think we'll see some things Zelda-related this year.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see if that comes true. I certainly hope so, because, man, Breath of the Wild is so freaking awesome. Um, okay, so Josh, what would you like to see from Nintendo Switch this year? Um, I would
0: really like to see... Uh, I want more Wii U ports. Um, those don't interfere with new games, even though people like to act like they, they don't. Um, I would like to see, like, Wind Waker HD, uh, Twilight Princess... Um, I'd like to see um. Oh, what was I? What was I gonna say? I'd like to see oh Pikmin three Skyward Sword. Oh my Sword. god, yeah, Pikmin three. Holy like, shit! There's no reason these can't be on the Switch. Even even with the touchscreen stuff. That look, if one of the best games that showcases this, I think um uh, Little Inferno and uh, oh, yeah. uh World of Goo. That Joy-Con uh, uh, gyro technology is like a Wii Wii controller, but like times thirty. Like yeah. they could easily um put those kinds of games on here so i i really want to see i want the wii u to have no reason to exist because it, it there's a that, that system well i mean it, it flocked but not due to software you know the first party support was great yeah so i want them to take these just truly truly just imaginative and just wonderfully beautifully developed games and put them on the system that we're, it'll they'll get the love that they deserve
1: yeah, I'm with you, man. I think the Switch had, so, or not the Switch, the Wii U had some really, really good games. I mean, we just talked about New Super Mario Bros. U, and like
0: Bay- oh, 3D World too. I want the 3D yeah, World, 3D Mario.
1: World Bayonetta, uh, Wind Waker. I know that's not a Wii U game; it's a GameCube game, but you know, still. Um, yeah. Twilight Princess. I'm actually not wild about, but I know a lot of people really like so that too. Um, I love that game. I just <laughs> want every
0: I want every Zelda game on the Switch. Like it's yeah. the definitive Nintendo console. Put all the definitive games on it. Yeah. Oh, and, Chris, and if we can- they're not.
1: Chris, we Sorry, can argue about uh, uh, Twilight Princess later because I do have some <laughs> I have some criticisms of that game, but we'll get into that later.
0: If they're not mm-hmm. going to do a virtual console, then whatever, just do like a Sega Smash Pack style release where, like, hey, here's a cartridge that has, you know, there's um, no
1: way they'll do that. They'll sell them individually for sixty dollars a piece. That's what they'll I just get. want Mario three in the Switch,
0: and I don't want to have. I know I know there's the Nintendo Online thing, but like, I want to buy, you know, a bunch of old yeah. games.
1: Yeah, maybe. So bad. I just they are really It's not going to happen though. Yeah. They they, they want our $60 for each game. So um and then okay, so the thing I really want to see from the Switch this year is I would like to see a new Switch, like a Switch 2.0 or something like that where it has a better battery life, um it can run, you know, higher fidelity games, more processing power, that kind of thing just because the install base is there, man. Like, the people are on board. Oh, so um, you mean
0: like a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X? So some, yeah,
1: something like that, okay. yeah. Because.
0: So, no exclusive games, but. No, 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 no,
1: no. Got, well, uh, yeah, I guess there would be exclusive games, maybe. Because if, you know, the previous version of the Switch couldn't run it. Kind of like new Nintendo 3DS, like that But kind maybe of thing. not
0: like the majority. Like, maybe not like yeah. a lot, yeah. yeah.
1: It's just like, okay, you know, you know how we saw like assassin's creed odyssey running on the switch you know with the streaming service i don't yeah. like that wouldn't work here because internet is not as prevalent in the u.s which is crazy to say but like you know in rural rural areas um yeah. it's just not a thing whereas in japan yeah you go on a subway and there's internet and they're and it's playing
0: totally resident evil 7 on there yeah right the yeah switch. resident
1: evil 7 that's another one um but man can you imagine like red dead on the switch like uh, that'd be so that'd be great yeah that'd be so cool but that that thing would catch on fire if it tried to run it like it's just not gonna work right yeah so i think
0: (laughs) i I would be down with that i just don't want it to be i want it to be like the new 3ds where like if they do have exclusives it's not a lot and Mm -hmm. i hope it's the more uh i hate to say i hate they call xenoblade niche but like i don't i don't want the new zelda to be exclusive to the switch 2.0 you know what i mean
1: yeah they would have to be smart with it um and that's a good point you bring up that i hadn't considered like how would that work with games that should come out on both like the whole point is that red dead can't run on switch 1.0 but then what so would, it, would it run on 2.0 maybe maybe like, there's
0: third-party exclusives but so, yeah y- you know
1: oh that's a good point so like all nintendo games would work on both but then maybe just run a little bit better i don't know
2: but the problem the problem is like nintendo's done that before with the new 3ds yeah we've with- seen the blade chronicles so I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll do that.
0: We'll see. But and I, I, I doubt I'll it. just buy a Switch 2.0. That's fine. I just, I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I can't afford this new system yet. And I want that game. And I would hate for that to happen to so many parents or so many kids where their parents bought them a Switch. Cause I remember trying to explain to my mom the difference between a, a an Xbox 360 and an Xbox you know oh, yeah, and that, my mom was like you already uh, have an xbox you don't need a new one right. and you know that that's that's For kind of what i'm thinking of oh my
1: god yeah oh that's god. A, <laughs> that's an even bet yeah an even better example yeah we and we you oh no so yeah I, i'm not a designer so that's why i'm not there making these decisions but Basically, bottom line, I want to be able to play Red Dead on my Switch. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I definitely however want that, better yeah, battery however life. However, that too. can happen. Yeah, better battery life, too. However, that can happen, make it happen, Nintendo. I'll pay more money for Give it. Give me Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch. Let's go. Anything. I mean, anything that. I mean, obviously, like, exclusives wouldn't work, like, no Forza or whatever, but, like, yeah. Anything that's, like, third-party, put it on the Switch, man, and I just know that it can't run it right now, so that's why I said that.
0: I really, really, really could honestly see, with with how well Phil and Nintendo have been getting along, I could see them, like, allowing them to put, like, old Rare games and stuff, you know, like Banjo and stuff. I think
2: Rare Replay's coming to it. Oh. I mean, honestly, that's, I wouldn't be surprised if I could yeah. see them doing that. Huh, that would be Because, I mean,
0: Rare Replay's not selling Xbox. It's not going to sell any systems, let's be honest. You know what I mean? But I could ah. see them being like, you know, yeah, you know, Mm-hmm. Whatever. Some of these are NES games. we anyway. got a
2: rumor of Super Lucky's Tale coming to it as well. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. Good point.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm really excited for this year because January is always that time where we're like, you know, a lot can change, you know, right? And we're all just like speculating. And then by this time next year, we would be looking back on 2019 going, holy shit, what a crazy year. Maybe, hopefully.
0: And so- I'm impressed with how packed things already are. Not just like um, Nintendo, but like in general. Like this used to be kind of like where things slowed down a little bit. We caught up on our. our our games we got on sale and stuff like you know quarter yeah. four of the previous year mm-hmm. but i mean resident evil 2 crackdown 3 you know yoshi mario like it's just it's nuts
1: yeah our poor wallets yeah so so we'll look forward to that um and then next week we'll be doing our uh, playstation predictions and what you know what's coming out for playstation in 2019 so please look forward to that um so quickly let's just wrap up the show here with what we've been playing i know we're running a little long today but that's just because nintendo has so much that you know might be happening good year. problem to have yeah good problem to have um so we'll just you know we'll go through these quickly here um I'll, I'll take it to you josh since we're you know still on the nintendo topic um and i know you've been playing a little bit of uh, super mario bros u deluxe um how are you liking it like i mean i know you said you're pretty into it before but i mean can you tell us a little bit more about yeah it? i've been having
0: a really great time um i look i love the wii u but man that thing felt like a fisher price toy the, <laughs> the gamepad. So yeah. i i the, the difference is I actually like playing. I like I like playing the Switch and and there's and, and like we talked about before, Nintendo's experimenting with other things with Mario with Odyssey and um um the, also the other experimentation with like the um, like Yoshi and stuff. So like it, it it's okay for there to be kind of a quote unquote safe 2D Mario for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, because there's other stuff going on. It's not like I think that was a really bad launch title for the Wii U. I'll just put it that way because me, me playing a, a sequel to a long-running Mario franchise that it, plays it safe isn't as exciting. But being able to play a damn good 2D Mario that was so tightly polished and up there among um, my favorite 2D Marios on the Switch is really fantastic. And I would just like to add, I love Odyssey and I love the 3D Marios, but 2D Mario is my favorite. So it's it's really exciting to get to play um, this on uh, on the Switch. And I'm, I'm having a great time with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would have my copy right now, but Best Buy—I don't know what happened with them. They weren't able to make the launch date, so I'm getting mine tomorrow. So mm. next week I'll report back on uh, on how I feel about it. But I loved it on Wii U, so I. Imagine.
0: And the drop in drop out multiplayer is great too, because I mean I, I'm playing through it on my own, but there's times where my wife will jump in and play a couple levels yeah. with me, and so I like that. That's an option too.
1: So uh, so speaking of multiplayer games, it looks like you're playing another fun multiplayer game here. What else? What else have you? Been oh playing?
0: yeah, uh, so we picked up Overcooked Two at launch. And like, we pre-ordered everything on the Switch. We loved the first one. And uh, we kind of didn't play it for a little while. And then my wife and I just started uh, pl- playing through more of it again the other day. And that's just... It's it's such a fun game. I think it should be used in marriage counseling too because you gotta communicate good. <laughs> Luckily, we can yell at each other and like we know like it's just a game. It's cool because I'll be oh, like, my order, goodness. order, order, order. Come on! And you know, it's just it's great that you can do that and just yell at each other. And and like, then at the end, you get three stars. You guys like just... get
1: a divorce afterwards because you fucking have a
0: fight over overcook. Overcook. <laughs> it's so intense. Like it's so. It's so crazy. But, yeah, uh, the first one was a lot of fun, but they really – they fixed a lot of stuff with the second one. Uh, The variety is a lot better and the levels. Um, Being able to throw items is really cool. I mean, you can throw stuff uh, from your raft to the other person's raft. And, like, you can actually, if you line it up just right, you can throw it right in the deep fryer for them and stuff like that. So that's cool. Um, and then a big thing is I used to get stuck on surfaces a lot more and have trouble targeting the correct surface in the first one. And I still have that sometimes in this one, but it's, it's a lot less. And so that's, it, it, it makes a, a fun concept even more exciting and polished. Yeah. Um, definitely a great game. I would not play that unless you have someone to play with. Cause you can technically play it by yourself, but you're controlling both characters and it's like, no good. I, huh? I can't even imagine the stress there. you'd probably get a hernia. So I would just play it with somebody, but it's yeah. got online too. So okay. if you feel like plugging your phone in and <laughs> no, and using Nintendo's, I'm yeah, good. you can do it that way too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um okay, yeah. And then any more to report back on Final Fantasy thirteen?
0: Um, I'm just kind of still chucking my way through it. I'm not super far yet, but um, like I mentioned uh last week, it's it's really refreshing playing a linear RPG. Yeah. In this climate where everything's seventy five hours long.
1: I'm with you.
2: Um I love that, yeah. So, that was my
0: complaint at launch, Chris. Uh, you weren't here last week, but that was my kind of complaint at launch. I was telling Joseph like when that came out, I got it the day it came out, and Xbox 360, and I was all excited. And then I was like, "Oh, this is, this is linear. This isn't. This is no good." But I was in high school then, you know, and I wanted every game to be big, and you know, now I'm okay with a linear game. It's fine.
1: Right. Um. So, Chris, tell uh, Let's let's talk about what you've been playing, but skip Resident Evil right for now, so we can talk about that to, uh, later. Um. So what else have you been playing besides resident evil 2
2: i have quite a lot so i'll just go for them quick i guess um so i've been playing devil may cry and Death may cry 3 for the first time oh man um i've had a lot of good things about this series but like for me it's starting off pretty slow and a little repetitive but hopefully as i go through the game it will get better sorry my voice is really starting to go now oh, okay yeah we're, um, we're wrapping up here what <clears throat>
1: systems are you playing those on uh ps4 oh ps4 okay oh on the collection yeah. or whatever it's called yeah yes. i just played the yeah. demo
0: for the i never played either and i just played the devil in the cry 5 demo a couple weeks ago and it was it was pretty cool i like
1: i like the you know oh, concept. Man. i'm so excited for 5 i think that looks so cool yeah um what else have you been playing chris
2: uh dragon quest 11 i played a bit of that um it's a beautiful game uh, and I love the turn-based combat. It, you have to really think about how to uh, defeat your uh, enemies, and uh, there's there's no like uh, random encounters, so you Ooh, can nice. just go up to like a monster and fight it. Yeah. But the problem is, is the music is just oh, that's awful. what I've that's heard. Yeah, and the, I've heard
1: everybody say and that. the voice
2: acting's bad. Yeah, and the voice acting's not good. at points, Why is but...
0: that with JRPGs? The music's either like oh my god, memorable. I'm listening to this on Spotify, or it's just terrible. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like it just you know, goes, that's what it usually is.
2: And it,
1: it always It's weird,
2: but like it's not orchestrated as well, so that's mm. what annoys me is synthesized. Uh. And my dad, he's played through the whole game without the music on oh because he can't stand it. It's <laughs> <That's hysterical. laughs> So it's kinda awkward. Yeah, it's kinda awkward watching him play it sometimes because <laughs> it's just complete silence. Um, um another game I've been playing is Jack Two recently. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about the series as well, just like Devil May Cry. But my problem with Jack 2 is just the gameplay is um, the game design's a bit wacky at points, and the checkpoints are so far apart. It's like you're playing a Dark Souls game sometimes. That came
0: out in the middle it's, of it's, GTA uh, 3, like, you know, when that was yeah. really big, and so I read that that influenced them trying to, like, make it more open. And,
2: and I hate it. I hate it because <laughs> I, I really don't like the city exploration. Huh. The city's so boring. The music's and the music is really, really repetitive and yeah. um, annoying at points. So, um. And uh, yeah, just the driving sucks. So there's a lot of missions that focus on that. So, but for some reason, I just I, I like playing this game because the platforming's solid. I do like the gunplay. Um and Jack and Daxter are just funny at points, so it just keeps me going. Just see what happens.
0: I've never played the Jack games, but isn't the second one kind of like the least loved one out of the three?
2: It's a black sheep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved the first one, but the second one's not so good.
1: So that's one I hope that is revisited, sort of like Ratchet and Clank for you know PS4, PS5, uh, maybe by a different studio or something. But yeah, that that's one that a lot of people really miss, and we haven't seen it in a while. Oh, the franchise itself, yeah. I got you. Yeah, Dragon Daxter, yeah. Um, and then anything else you're playing, Chris?
2: Um, Yes, yeah, Persona 3, 4, and 5 Dancing, I platinum 5. 5. Nice. So platinum by 3 and 5. Uh, Transistor, I played for the first time and finished it. So it's the first game I finished in 2019. Um, beautiful art style, love the combat, awesome game. And Final Boss is really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. I love how they did that. Um, Soul Calibur 6 I played Kingdom Hearts Breath of Sleep 0.2 a Fragmentary Passage Game number 2 of 2019 because I kind of just wanted to get that flavour of how God Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be like on PS4 so yeah I just played for that again loved it and but Kingdom Hearts 2. man. So I'm playing for that one more time before Kingdom Hearts Three comes
1: out. Because I've heard you like that game a little bit, Kingdom Hearts. I Hi, it's
2: my, it's my, it's my favorite game of all time. So
1: man, you've been busy, and it, also you know you weren't here last week, so you've been reporting. This is like you know a few weeks worth of stuff you've you've been playing, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So I think I've left out a few things as well. Well, so, yeah,
1: but, like Batman: The Enemy Within, and oh stuff man, like yeah, that. there's a lot of stuff there. Um, okay. So I'm gonna also we'll we'll talk about Resident Evil 2 remake demo here in a minute. I just want to quickly run through mine. Um, I platinum my name is Mayo because I'm a piece of shit, and uh, that (laughs) that game (laughs) that game I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. Yeah, you can platinum it and like. 30 minutes or something, basically you just tap this mayo jar. Oh, you
2: piece of shit! You
1: just... You you tap this mayo jar, and then you, like, put different costumes on it. No! Yeah, and it's... Oh, no. Well, the reason I played this game, though, is because I had just finished platinuming Resident Evil 7, so get off my back. (laughs) I wanted... I wanted something to, like, counter out all the in-depth, you know, like, like, horribly violent, you know, and man, Resident Evil 7 is so freaking good that game does not get the credit it deserves i mean it's fully it's um, it's, awesome god it is fully playable in vr and just the exploration is incredible the the the, like map design is awesome i love everything about that game i think it's so cool Uh, um platinum is yeah the platinum's really hard i'm glad you like that game though because man a lot of people just like don't talk about it i don't know why um and then i played uh, a little bit best way to play is with friends (laughs) oh yeah like jumping around and like getting scared together yeah that sounds fun um and then quickly just uh hitman go i've been playing on the vita a uh, little system that you might have heard of but people don't give Sony it a, hasn't. <laughs> yeah the vita um and uh killzone mercenary which i was playing earlier today i was playing online which weirdly enough that game still has an active online community i don't know how wow. so the last thing i want to talk about before we uh, close the show for the day is the resident evil 2 remake demo which as we discussed earlier is timed you only get 30 minutes to complete it but man oh man is that a good video game and I am so excited about it. I stepped it up. Yeah. I stepped it up. Man, it just feels so good like you remember playing that game like in it it kind of feels familiar but it just feels so modernized and like I just I yeah. I look forward to going into a new room every time and I know that maybe sometimes something will jump out and maybe sometimes something won't and it just captures that like horror feel so well, but also it doesn't feel like overbearing where you don't, you, you have no idea what to do, man. I'm so excited. And I just, I love how, you know, you remember Leon looking back in the day and then now he just looks, you know, awesome. Like he looks PS 4 ified Right. Yeah. So, Oh man, I'm so excited. But It's not
2: just the graphics. The voice work is so much better. Yep. Um, yeah, like I was really surprised by the, the voice quality. It's like an uncharted kind of level voice acting for me. Right. Um, it's, it's it's in that echelon. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I really enjoyed the the game by itself. Like the it controls really. Oh my well. god! Yeah. Um, and it's unexpected as well because there's uh, cover your, cover your ears, Josh. okay okay but um but there's like a spoiler um there's like there's like zombies that just don't die (laughs) yeah and i found that really cool yeah um yeah i was really surprised by it i was like are you
1: still alive what the hell see you (laughs) know what's funny i've heard of that but i didn't encounter any of those like i don't know oh really yeah i don't know if maybe we went different ways or what like because you told me that you didn't actually get to finish the demo and I'm no, I, I must have just like sped through it and just like mainlined what I was supposed to do because I beat it in like 13 minutes. Like apparently, I don't know how that's possible. Damn. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see like maybe you went a totally different way and that's why you weren't able to finish the it. The thing
2: is, I'm not. I'm not as I haven't played the game before, so I was a little confused as to where to go. And, oh, you know, interesting. I'm trying to figure out where where the bee. Yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and that one will be out uh, January twenty. 20- Fifth, so in a couple weeks here, man, that's like my most yep. anticipated game. I know you're looking forward to Kingdom Hearts, but oh man, four days,
2: four days before Kingdom Hearts free. <laughs> so, yeah, so so yeah. next week, 20, January, 29th.
1: yeah. So, but next week too, I'm sure because I don't think Josh or I are going to play that, right? Josh, you're not playing Kingdom Hearts, or uh, Not, uh, not at launch. Yeah, I the other two. Yeah, yeah. No. So, Chris, you'll have to tell us. Yeah, you'll have to tell us all about that next week. I'd
2: be very glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you would. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, yeah, so that about wraps it up for episode seven. It's kind of cool that we've been doing this for seven weeks now, and man, I'm, I'm happy, yeah. and I'm happy with where the show's going. Um, any closing thoughts, anybody, for this episode?
0: Uh, don't forget to download the epilogue they're patching in for Kingdom Hearts 3, not just to oh. Chris, but everybody. I saw they're yeah. patching in an epilogue. For free. Yeah,
1: and josh don't forget to download the resident evil 2 remake demo which i think you're maybe doing right now as we speak right uh,
0: it's already downloaded
1: yeah i'm gonna play it later tonight i'm cool. so excited report back when you when you play it because i oh, yeah. i'm curious to hear your thoughts um okay so this has been episode 7 of active quest it is now called active quest we dumped the uh games list name for seo purposes and i don't think anybody's gonna mind about that um, we're happy we're happy with the name and I think it'll be better going forward. So thank you everybody for watching and take care see you next week where we get to talk about PS4 in the year of 2019 and uh, Kingdom Hearts 3.